You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today's episode, we break down the latest box office news and give our review of Nicolas Cage in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. What is Pondex? Well, let me tell you all about them. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or just a gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use the code Larry21 for 10% off your order. You're going to wait, you're going to want to stick around till the end to see Poddex in action. But on to our first topic. Song of the Hedgehog continues to zoom around the global box office. April has been a very healthy month at the box office, and the biggest example of its success has been Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The video game sequel is in its third weekend of release, and the film has made an additional 19,057,000 markets around the globe. This includes three new markets. The international box office total now sits at 142 million, and the global box office is getting ready to cross that 300 million mark. Sonic 2 opened this weekend in Poland, Malaysia, and India. They grossed 1.2 million at 236 locations, 
100,000 at 116 locations and 190,000 at 197 locations, respectively. The film opened all, all three markets at number one, with the asterisk of India, where the film opened number one for a Hollywood title. You really do not think Paramount's going to lose sleep over that little matter. The highlights for the holdover market include Australia, grossing 2.1 million, France, grossing 2.1 million, the UK, grossing 2 million, Brazil, grossing 2 million, and Mexico, grossing 1.8 million. This is actually impressive given that the film is in its third and fourth weekend in most of these locations. In some top markets like the UK, Sonic 2 has even accumulated a box office total of 26.3 million thus far. Also, the holdover markets only experienced a 29% drop between weekends, which is just mind-boggling to think about. Paramount looks to continue the success as the film is opening in the Middle East next week and Japan on August 19th. So what can be taken away from this speedy box office champ? Sonic and Paramount are running laps around most of the major studios at this point. They have been part of the ongoing effort since the pandemic to show that the theatrical model is still king. Films like Sonic 2 are continuing to prove that. This is their fourth major box office success following behind Scream, Jackass Forever, and The Lost City. All those films have tapped into a different demographic with major results. And Sonic is running out here on a mission to prove that the family films belong on the big screen, not on a streaming service that crashes faster than an out-of-shape athlete running a marathon. April has been such a positive breath of fresh air for the movie-going experience with at least one film for every cinema fan to enjoy. Sonic 2 is one of those films. It is an adventure that's great first outing, marketing campaign, and respect for the source material set this sequel up for huge success. The best part is Sonic 2 did not waste that goodwill and is arguably better than the first film. The box office more than reflects that. You can help this lovable blue blur on his mission and race over to support your local venue because Sonic 2 is still in theaters. And now on to our other topic, the unbearable weight of massive talent. I gotta say this movie was a lot better than I thought it would be and I'm not even a, that big of a Nick Cage fan. But aside from that, depending on your taste, the idea of Nicolas Cage playing himself either sounds like a self-indulgent disaster or the most fun you've had at a movie in years. Fortunately, even the most Cage ambivalent will have to admit the unbearable weight of massive talent is solidly the latter. The meta-comedy sees the fictional movie star Nick Cage working with the CIA to solve a political kidnapping by the Spanish Mafia, all while having a cinephile bromance with a megafan played by Pedro Pascal. Though movie references and cage quotes abound, there's something for everyone in the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's one of the funniest movies of the year. Directed by Tom Gormican from a script he wrote with Kevin Etten, apologies for his name, the zippy meta-comedy plays like a fan letter to Cage from someone who's not only seen a lot of movies, but has good taste. Toggling between Hollywood insider comedy to spy thriller to bromance at times feels like the movie is threading the world's most ridiculous needle. What begins as a highbrow episode of Entourage turns into a hilarious spy spoof grounded by a genuine friendship and love story between adult men. It works not only because Cage and Pas Pascal are truly brilliant together, 
but because the movie conjures a world that, however ridiculous, makes its own rules and follows them. Fictional Cage, who goes by Nick for most of the movie, is a movie star who's down on his luck. The movie opens with Nick accosting the director of a project he set his sights on, which he says could be his King Lear. Both his daughter and ex-wife are fed up with his narcissistic movie star routines, and he's in debt due to his lavish lifestyle. When his agent brings him an offer to appear at a birthday party for a million dollar payday, he has no choice but to reluctantly accept. Throughout the movie, Nick is visited by Nicky, a mop-haired specter of his younger self who glows with either the folly of youth or tons of plastic surgery. Whichever it is, that unsettling de-aging CGI effect works oddly well in this context. It's supposed to be weird. In interviews, the real Cage said the character was what interested him most about the project. An admission, an admission that reveals more about him than the actual movie does. Nicky has streaked blonde of Marilyn Manson hair and hounds Nick about his career, choice, career choices, shouting, You're not an actor, you're a fucking movie star. Nicky's worst nightmare is that Nick play the gay uncle in the next Duplass Brothers movie. If Nicky is the fame-hungry devil on Nick's shoulder, then Javi is his creatively aligned angel. Unbeknownst to Nick, Javi has a screenplay he's itching for Nick to play, or read, I should say, and nurses pipe dreams of someday working with him. After a few drinks, they discover their shared love of cinema, which includes the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. When two CIA officers contact Nick, revealing that Javi is the head of a major Spanish crime organization who kidnapped a teenage girl for political reasons, Nick genuinely mourns the loss of their blossoming bromance. When Nick must draw on his considerable talents to save the young girl, he muses on the similarities between espionage and acting. To maintain his cover with Javi and extend his stay on the compound, he agrees to develop a script with his new friend. Thus begin the movie's most meta elements, which unsurprisingly are also its most self-indulgent. Though it's funny to hear Nick wax poetic about movies, things get a little winking when Nick starts saying things like, can't stand talky comedies, it's gotta have some plot to move it forward. We've long gotten the point by the time Nick says, it's time to figure out how, the, how this thing ends. But it's only because the movie has so succeeded at its professed plot-driven comedy that these lines feel unnecessary. There's a lot going on, but for the most part, it all comes together. The script is smart enough to translate without such blatant nods of what it's doing. The audience is too. Another key reason the movie works is the chemistry between Cage and Pascal, a crackling harmony between two dramatic actors who came or who can also do comedy riffing wildly. Pascal is an avowed Cage fan himself, though he doesn't have a life-size wax figure of the actor in his secret villain lair like Hoffy does. As the characters push each other further off the deep end, so do the actors, raising the stakes with each exchange. Their appealing synergy begs the question, could Pedro Pascal be the next Nicolas Cage? Maybe there's room for two. So this film actually debuted at South by Southwest in 2022. Um, let us know in the comments section below. What did you think about this movie? If you've watched it yet, um, let us know. Uh, did you have any favorite moments? And of course, what's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Let us know in the comments below. And if you like our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And today is Pondex segment. 
comes from the Would You Rather deck available on the Poddex app, available on iOS and Android devices. The question is, would you rather wake up in a dinghy or the middle of the ocean alone, or wake up bound and gagged in the back of a trunk? I'm going to go with dinghy, because if you're all tied up in the trunk, you can't really get out or do anything to escape. But if you're just in a dinghy, and as long as you have uh, oars and whatnot, you can try to get to the nearest piece of land. So you can kind of survive, I guess, on a dinghy than more than being stuck in a back of a trunk. But hey, let us know. And as always, subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms. And please, if you like this channel, please support the podcast by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade your equipment, and take the show on the road with the hopes of recording live from CinemaCon one day. Until then, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.